Hey awesome nerds and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap television shows we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters can be used in different role-playing games. I am your host Jeremy and trapped in a cave with me is my lovely co-host Nina. I'm trapped in a cave and I'm and I'm covered in a in a uncomfortable amount of rubble, which is just enough to be uncomfortable and, and sliced up, but not enough to be able to stand up on my own um, volition. But yes, that's us. Hi. What are you up to, guys? What's going on? Uh, being attacked by any like weird robots Floating from balls. the future? <laughs> Floating balls with little dingle dangles from the yep. from dingle yep. dangling. Because um, that's what I've... happens in this episode. I'm not sure if you, any of you remember. We uh, we rock up on a planet that's a death trap planet and is basically yeah, just like what ammunition dealer kind of like paradise. Yes, it's, well, um, well, it's um. While investigating the disappearance of the USS Drake on the planet Minos, the crew battles floating mechanical death spheres. In uh, episode <laughs> I, 20 of season one of Star Trek Next Generation, the Arsenal of Freedom. Arsenal of Freedom. And I couldn't stop myself from laughing every time someone said Minos or Minos. It was just mm-hmm. it made me giggle. But like the naming conventions in Star Trek sometimes are so silly because it just, oh, we'll just add an os or an o or or something on the end of this weird, it sounds vaguely spacey. Minos. Okay, cool. That sounds fun. <laughs> well, it was just so, uh, so silly. The Minos, well, Minos, the Minos. Minos being the island of Minos in um in the Mediterranean where Minotaur so and... That- Oh, okay. See, my uncultured ass was like, oh, <laughs> we're just going to have a, a funny word. That kind of sounds like Minotaur, I guess, but like, I don't know. It, Words it come from it. places, Nina. Yeah, okay. Thank you, <laughs> Jerry. That is 100% accurate. Um, but yes, okay, cool. Well, that makes more sense than my. But that word. also it implied to me there <laughs> was going to be like a maze and there was going to be like some sort of monster. It's like, no, no. Yeah. Not this episode. Yeah, okay, cool. See, so if they were basing yeah. it on some sort of historical, like, you know, cool literally literary fact, then it would have been, yeah, maybe some big like race of uh, species that has horns and like, you know, cow mm. noses or, or, or bull noses or whatever, but no, no. We get yeah. a planet with um what's his name? We just looked him up. He's a pretty Vincent prolific Chevelli. actor. But yes, Vin- Vincent Sh- Schiavelli. He's been Schiavelli, yeah. He was in a he was in a lot of uh he was in a lot of um just like b movies but also some pretty popular big big triple a films in the Mm -hmm. 90s he's he's definitely a facial recognized if you're uh 90s kids yeah he's a great character actor yeah really good really cool but um i i like this episode do you like this episode jeremy i like this episode i i liked some of this episode me, me too. I, that's a lot of the episodes in season one. Like, I like parts of the episodes. Like, really love parts of some episodes. Other parts, yeah. I'm like, eh, 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 could have done better. Or, I don't this know, one, been better. This one wasn't <laughs> offensive to me, so it was fine. Exactly. <clears throat> and that, therefore, it gets higher up the ranking, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like, the, the, the less offensive it is, the higher up it is. Um in, in my opinion, but, but yeah, the, this was the fine. overall the overall plot was something that could easily be used for a D and D game or any yeah. role playing, particularly a sci fi role playing game, um, or Star Trek Adventures itself, and I appreciated that that it was a simple, good plot that was easy yeah. to follow and had a solution that could be found in forty minutes. 
Yes, exactly. And you're right. It's totally translatable to like a a, a cute little, even a one shot episode of, of something or other. You know, some some strange team gets like stuck on this planet where oh, it's a it's a it's a death trap planet, and you have to mm-hmm. fight your way out or like you know f- figure out the answer. And there's no way. It kind of like helps initiate some combat. It's it's mm-hmm. cool. It's got it's got a it's got a it's a good place to start. It'd be a, it'd be a fun little campaign starter. But um, but yeah, it's speaking good. of starting. I, I mean, let, let's yes, start our recap. Get stuck into it, babies. Um, so what do we start? We start on the bridge. As we usually Kuroosh. start on the bridge. Yeah, they're we off to the Lorenz the cluster to find the USS oh, yeah. Drake, as um, as mentioned. And they were just the Drake was just investigating the fact that all life on Minos had vanished. Yeah, this whole weird thing happened where suddenly this like arms dealing planet that solely dealt you know arms um, and like weapons of mass destruction, or just weapons in general, yeah. suddenly disappeared. Nobody's there. So I was like, oh, wow, I wonder what happened there. Nobody well, we a, brings we up get, the edge. We have a data dump yeah. of, um, of who yeah. these people were. Data dump. Mr. Data, the citizens of Minos gained fame during the Ursulrope Wars as arms merchants. They manufactured sophisticated and highly advanced weaponry. Yeah, for which side? Both. Yeah. I, I paid no attention to it. It's like weapons traders. No. At the end. Yeah, well, I've, weapons traders, and they're really, really good. They do very good weapons tradey, tradey trades. Um, yeah, it's like, they, okay, cool. They trade yeah. it to both sides. It's like, well, yeah, they're weapons traders. That's how weapons traders work. Yeah, yeah. They we are, saw that back merchants. in. Um, we saw that in Too Short for a Season. He gave weapons to both sides. Yeah, it's not really an outstanding, you know, detail. It seems pretty commonplace in this in this yeah. you know universe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. But oh. yeah, we get we get the inside scoop or inside scoop rather that uh this is this is how what they were like. But suddenly we, we still don't know what happened. Data we don't know. Data doesn't know. Nobody knows. Don't know. But Nobody someone knows. someone went to the academy with someone. I think Will says something like, "I went to the academy with this guy." And he's with Captain Rice. Captain Rice, and um, and he was the guy that crashed. Was someone crash lands? Was that right? Did someone crash land on this planet? I don't and think it was he like Starfleet. Oh, they were just investigating. Oh, that's right, Captain of the Drake. He was Captain of the Drake, and they're investigating. That's right. That's right. That's my right. <laughs> I I did watch this a couple of days ago. Everybody, sorry. So. Um, anyway, Captain Drake. <laughs> I know what happens. Yes. Riker gives his like little assessment of what Captain Rice is like, just like what they might have option uh, done, good. and He's a good man. <clears throat> He's a good man. He's arrogant and he takes risks, but he knows what he's up to. And so I think there was, he gives an example of, he got given a test with three options and he gave him the fourth option, which is now one of the options on the test. Which I didn't think you could do. I thought that would just be flat out. You failed the test. <laughs> like, isn't it typically just like, if you don't give the correct answer, then you, then you fail <laughs> or you don't, but, you know, but it's a better like- answer. Is he? Oh, but then it's like it's it's an objective and like aren't there like long word summary you know tests that you know give anyway the point is I'm just like well probably wasn't a very good test if you gave an answer that was better than the answer that was provided but anyway what he's, it makes he's me great think everybody of, what it makes me think of is the um in the new Star Trek film the J.J. Abrams yeah. one where Kirk yeah. beats the Kobayashi Maru test jeez I haven't which, seen anyway I'm basically a bit out of the loop the, when it comes this to is doing. the this is the okay. test where you're in a simulation that, of course, you're going to have to die. You have to make the choice to, like, sacrifice the ship. And oh, he he changes the simulation so that all the Klingons that are attacking them, like, suddenly shut down. And he can blow them all up. And so he cheats, Ooh. basically. 
Right. And it's like, That's, yeah, I, I just um, don't accept no win situation. So I will cheat to, to make sure I win. Yeah, shit. Well, why didn't they just? Why didn't they just do that in this episode? Why did they? Why did they? You know, that's a bit weird. Anyway, but yeah, I get it. We we get the point. He's you know he's chaotic yeah. and he not chaotic, but he's you know car- you know cheeky. He's a cheeky he's, boy. He's, cheeky. he's, he's risky. He's cheeky, a little yeah. risky lad. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we get on him. And then um, and then we get what some well, what happens? Uh, do we get like oh, a? Wolf also says that. I- Commander Riker, didn't you also get offered the command of the Drake? Oh, yeah. And Riker's like, well, uh, yeah, but I thought maybe being on the Enterprise would, you know, better suit my something, something. No, anyway. Like, I, I, why would I miss out on serving on the Enterprise? Just, like, staring at Picard as he says, and Picard's like, I know what you're doing, you dick. Yeah, you cheeky Don't fuck. suck up to me. We're friends. It's, it's brown-nosing, but it's it like... Why is it so late in the season, Riker? You could have been doing this earlier on. Anyway, seems yeah. a bit silly. But, um, but yeah, right. calls, yeah, Wolf so calls out. Wolf calls out. Good to see Wolf. Um, see he Wolf does. I think he's in the background for like the rest of the episode. He's just kind of yeah, standing there on the bridge and just like not saying anything. He doesn't have a lot going on. He doesn't have a lot going on in this episode, unfortunately. But we did yeah. get to see him pretty much all. That's true. All us. That's true. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, they get to they get to Minos uh, and do a scan, and of course everyone's dead as they were expecting. Bridge crew's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's peculiar that it's like plants are still around, but all the creatures are dead, um, and mm-hmm. also something is hailing us. Isn't it that they just can't like if they don't know? Is it's not so much that they're dead; it's that like they just they just aren't there. Like there's no life well there's just no so, life like, what happens there's just no what life happens to all. all of the people yeah so but that they're, they're like but like why and everyone's speculating like could be war could be disease but then yeah. it's just like well even then there's like things left even if there was like a natural disaster there'd be people left over like some some of them would have survived so it's not that so mm. where are all the people where are all the where people is everybody? maybe the people. they just left um, they just yeah put, picked up and 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 just vacated. But like even then, uh, anyway, it's weird. But yeah, Why they get a weird? they get they get that message and it's the dude. It's our, our it's good Vin- mate. It's Vincent Chiavelli. Vincent Chiavelli. 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 And uh, um, yeah, he's like, "Hello, welcome to Minos. Welcome to this amazing place." And Picard's like, "What do you?" It just gets interrupted immediately, yeah. which I love. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you're talking to a, a programmed message. Why would you always assume that you're not talking to, like, if someone just like comes on the thing and starts talking, like, obviously, I don't know. I wouldn't just always assume someone is talking like live to me. It just seemed very like speely. Like he starts from the beginning. He's like, "Hello, hello, welcome to Minos. Hey, we got Austin's. We got we got stuff. Where uh, early bird gets the worm, baby. He's doing the whole pitch, and it's yeah. it's like straight off the bat." Uh, pretty intense and Picard just keeps going yes I'm Picard <laughs> but yep. uh, uh, you're interrupting me <laughs> so I can only I assume that they've Picard. like got rid of telemarketers uh, in the future oh yeah that's true probably there probably isn't anybody being like oh you want our guns buy our guns why because they're the best guns in the universe pal get, you, get <laughs> your guns here <laughs> it's yeah it's a lot of telemarketing-esque kind of vibe that yeah. like salesman like spiel um but yeah, Picard's having none of it. He's like, turn that shit off. <laughs> as soon as I don't he switches care on, he's like, nope, I don't care about that. Get the fuck away from me. Anyway, so he, yeah. yeah. yeah so but they it's... decide, they decided to send an away team down. 
Um, you sure do. And Yar's like, no, 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 no. Let's send a small team because there might still be threats down there. Like this planet got wiped out. We need to have a small team. Which is fair. I mean, like, yeah. good on Denise Crosby for like, oh, yeah, the 10AR for picking up and doing her job, like, unprompted. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think in a lot of earlier episodes, it's like, oh, um, yeah, you should do this. And she's like, yeah, I guess I should. Maybe. I guess cool. I now have to. Now she's like, I'm doing my job. And Will Riker's like, that's great. Good idea. And then <laughs> then it happens. But uh, but it's just her. It ends up being, what, like, her and Riker and... And Data. And and Data? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And Data so rock up the on the planet. They, mm-hmm. they head down and Data's like, someone's monitoring our communications. And it's like, all right. Well, monitoring the communications with the ship. And they wander uh, around and they find like a melted titanium or something and then a missile. Um, yeah. So they immediately split up. Which, <laughs> great, great idea, everybody. Let's split the team of three up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then we get we get to meet a few new characters. Uh, we get to meet Ensign Sue. Yeah, uh, I like this. Who's oh, taking I Data's forgot. Place, yeah. Yeah, th- this is also like this a, is a Geordie a, a episode. B- this is a Geordie episode. This is like a B plot Geordie episode where he yeah. he kind of has a little bit more to do this episode. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of cool because I was wondering initially like why didn't you Geordie or Wolf go down with the team? Like why are you here up on the on the on the bridge just chilling? Because um, I feel like Wolf in this situation probably could have been useful, but I guess Wolf would have been very useful in this situation. However, <laughs> mm, we're not going to we put Wolf out. in a situation that would be useful. <clears throat> no, no, we're going to leave him in the background. Do we? Yeah. We already had an Wolf episode for this season. That's yeah. all we need. We don't need any more. It's fine. Uh, it says the writers for some reason, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we, we meet Ensign Sue, yeah. who's at uh, Data's place at on the bridge. And she's been picking up some energy transmissions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, tells tells Riker, hey, Commander, hey, Commander Sexpot, we're, like, sensing these <laughs> transmissions. Uh, and he's going through the brush and he finds um, Captain Rice just standing there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's Riker. So Riker knows Rice. We, we yeah. established that at the beginning. He's like, I know Rice. We were mates of the Academy. Good good guy, good guy. Pretty shit, but, I mean, pretty cocky as fuck, but, like, good guy. Uh, and then he's like, Rice, what are you doing here? What the fuck, my my guy? Um, and Rice is acting so suspicious. So weird. He's like, Riker, where is your ship? You look strange, Paul. I was injured getting here. You need medical help? No. What's your purpose here? Commander Data, Lieutenant Yar. Sir, other than ourselves, I'm picking up no life signs here. I know. Riker, you didn't answer me. Who sent you here to look? Your mother. She's worried about you. Tell me about your ship, Riker. It's the Enterprise, isn't it? No, the name of my ship is the Lollipop. I have no knowledge of that ship. It's just been commissioned. It's a good ship. Refresh me, would you, Riker? What's its size, its complement? Who is here with you? What's the armament on the Lollipop? Paul, I will only answer your questions if you answer mine. Yes. <laughs> what are you? Hi. Yeah. Commander Riker, not like Will. He he calls him Rice, you know, super mm. familiar. Does the he even does like a little leg lean? Of course, <laughs> and that's he does when a you leg know. 
that's when you know Riker's comfortable is like straight into the leg lean. He's like, that's oh, true. I know this guy. He'll appreciate a little forward lean and, and shift to the shift mm-hmm. to the one leg. It's um, convenient rock. Rice, Rice sounds super sus because he's like, what kind of weapons does your ship have? Like, what? <laughs> he wants to know everything about the enterprise like straight off yeah. the bat he's like yeah. not even like hey mate what's going on he's just like hello commander Riker. what is your ship what do you what what is the stats and um mm-hmm. and Riker how fast does like, it go yeah. our maximum capability is warp three <laughs> Riker as an empath is like something seems a little bit confused a little bit off that is to it something I'm picking it, up a vibe it also helps um, that Sue then says there's energy readings right in front of you but there are no other life signs apart from the away team he's like yeah, hmm, I wonder if yeah. some if this isn't actually Rice and he starts mm. trolling it I love the way he trolls it it's like I think um, Rice says who sent you he's like your mother I'm like that's <laughs> I don't remember that but I, I I do remember him being like, what ship are you on? And, and Riker going, I'm on the good ship Lollipop. And then it's yeah. like, okay, now you're just fucking with him. Yeah. Um, and, and you, and like Rice says like, oh, what? Is, yes, of course. And the Lollipop. And then it's like, oh, something, everybody, there's something's going on. Uh, we don't know, but look, mm. no one would say that. So immediately this is, this is sus as fuck. There um, was something, something about the way it was done. It was just so annoying to me though. Yeah, it like, went on for too long. Like, because even after the good shit lollipop question, like he keeps Riker keeps asking him shit. Like, um, it's a good ship, uh, the good ship lollipop, and then um, what is its size? And then Riker just keeps like asking him questions, like, what's going? Who? who yeah, you they're with? like, what they're like, what size is it? He's like ten, and it's like, yeah. I don't understand. Seven. I'm like, oh. <laughs> This is going on for too long. We get it, don't we? Like, he's weird. He's obviously not y- your guy. So yeah. why don't you just shoot him or do something? Like, it's obviously not alive because there's no one. They, it's been confirmed. No one's in front of him. So, like, you know, mm. you could assume, hey, it's a hologram, guys. Data. Good friend. Yeah. Hologram. You mean like the automated message that they've already found? Yeah, that would make sense, right? Yeah. You would kind of piece two and two together and be like, oh, right, let's stop talking to the weird machine. And, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they just had to fill time for this bit. I maybe. don't know. I mean, I like it as a, an RPG tactic where you have, I mean, obviously it's a hologram designed to get information out of Riker. I like that thing of somebody you know using the information that they've noticed around you. So yeah. the players can't, like he, he says, you've never, you haven't used my name, Paul. Like, he calls yes. him Paul, obviously. Like, yeah. Will's name's not Paul. But yeah. the yeah. fact that she- the fact that the fake Rice doesn't know because no one said Will. Yes, exactly. He's so, picking up on just, like, information that he's, that he's gained from that interaction, which is what yeah. that, I think, that intelligence is supposed to do. Like, he's supposed yeah. to gain as much information as I can. And then immediately, I don't know, fuck off once they're discovered. But, um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very clever in terms of, like, a game playing strategy or like playing as an NPC because imagine you have a new team they don't know too much about each other yet and say one of them gets a super high perception role on this interaction and they are the ones who are like oh it's my good friend because they recognize maybe like someone from their past or history they're like oh it's my good friend Paul (laughs) hi Paul and then and then they're like yeah what's up my good friend (laughs) not like Mm -hmm. it's 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 a cool idea it's really cool and um, yeah until Riker gets frozen in a weird electronic pod being yes. something. 
Well, when, once Riker calls the the fake Rison being fake, that the hologram like just vanishes, and now it's a ball, like a floating ball, and almost immediately Picard's like, "Nope, nope, no, nope, get out of there, get out of there, don't know what that yep. is, get out of there." Uh, yeah. And that's when it traps Riker in this energy field right before Yard just blows the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. And for all the all the kids at home who can't really imagine what this thing looks like, it's basically like a ball with like slit in the top, like a big kind of like egg-shaped thing slit in the top for eyes. And there's little little, little dangly dangly do at the bottom. <laughs> it's a little dingle dangle. It's like, oh it's God. weird. It looks like something you find in a sex shop, like but like bigger, it but does. like but floating I mean, in the sky. Somehow it has, like yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, change gravity. It's 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 um not change gravity. Fuck my brain. Change gravity. I mean. It's like a floating. Anti- what I love <laughs> is I was going to say it's like this sphere or oval, and it's got a little eye thing and a scorpion tail underneath. And you're like, no, 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 sex shop top. <laughs> yeah. It, no. Come on. I mean. It, you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks like something I would see on, like, yeah, some sort of <laughs> ad. I, I'm, like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. It's I, spot I think on. this must have been inspiration for a lot of future. But that's the thing. It looks like sci-fi enough that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. we'll just use it as a prop. I bet someone someone in the, in the, in the special effects team was just like, yes. Um, yeah. this. Yeah, I've, a, got, I've just got that lying around. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I made this up. Don't yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, oh but yeah, God. essentially, it zaps good old Riker boy, yep. and he gets Riker's like froze in, in a weird little like light cocoon. Uh, and Riker, no, not Riker. Sorry, Picard's like as soon as he finds out, he's like, oh, I've had enough of this shit. I'm going down. I'm gonna bring Bev with me. Come on, Bev, let's yeah. go. Well, it's a let's medical listen. emergency. They need to be down there. Uh, is it though? It just seems like an emergency. I know, <laughs> but Riker he, he might be injured. Man, a lot of shit happens to Riker. He gets a yeah. lot of <laughs> fucking shit. The trauma. Well, good thing that he knows a really good counselor to like help him out with it. Yeah, right? Yeah, when they're not, you know, for, for whatever, when choice for whatever reason, not around. Like, it's no. always nice that he has someone to go to. But, um, but yeah, so, sorry, I digress. They, they rock up on the planet. They head up on the planet. They leave, they leave Geordi in charge of the ship. Uh, oh, yeah, like, Picard's like... LaForge, you a, have as, the con. Yeah, kind of as a side note. He's just like, LaForge, it's you. And, he, and LaForge is like, yeah, okay, cool. You won't be too long. That's that's fine. That seems that seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then um, yeah, guess what? Uh, foreshadowing, that doesn't happen. But um, well, so, yeah, great. Picard. <laughs> so Picard Got and Beverly there. beam down. Um, and Data, I think, then explains what the ball actually was. Yes. Like, it's knows. like an interrogation device or something. But he realizes he might be able to disrupt the field that's around Riker and it's just going to take a while. Yeah, because it, it's like, it zaps them. So it asks a few questions and then it like zaps them as soon as it discovers it's being sus and then it plans to interrogate them with more questions later or something. It's like yeah. that kind of a thing. So they're like, yeah, we're, we're like, on a, we, we have time. Like there's, yeah. he's not an immediate death danger. He's just sort of stuck. And yeah. we've got to figure out a way to get him unstuck. So for some reason, Data ends up just zapping. <laughs> Yeah, he just like Zapping stands there with a thing like chipping away at it. Yeah, um, as you do, as you do. But back on the bridge, we get some more energy readings because there's another ball coming. Yes, there's yes. more balls. There's balls, there's balls everywhere. <laughs> balls, balls all around. 
little yep yeah and there there there's lots um it's a huge planet so that makes yeah. sense that there would be more than just the one but uh there's multiple but, yeah, wolves. wolf wolf <laughs> wolf speaking up reading so wolf knows and and laforge is like oh, okay that seems to be more in your area guys you should probably you know keep an eye out and the team's like yep cool we're still zapping away at Riker. oh no and then suddenly one <laughs> we're under attack <laughs> One just come, but it's so funny because it's just like a, a pan shot of them all, and then slowly one of them come Ooh. up from behind and start just zapping from their little little dingle dongle. Um, and suddenly it's like, no, everybody run, everybody hide. It's gonna zap ya. So, mm. ergo, Picard and Bev Picard run and away, Bev running away and falling down a hole. And then Bev, but it's kind of cute because like Bev oh, it's goes. So bad. <laughs> Yeah, acting. I'm, I feel so bad for them because it's like they're going, they're about to fall. Bev goes first, and then mm-hmm. the noises they make are really funny because it's like a oh, ah, yeah. and then Picard is like oh, ah. it's like the Wilhelm scream except like yes. Star Trek and sillier. Yeah, it's that what, kind of vibe. There's that moment where like Beverly like t- starts to t- lean forward and tumble forward into the hole and drops like whatever she's carrying. And Picard bumps into her, so she starts to fall over, and he grabs for her, and she pulls him down, and it's like ah, yeah. down the hole, complete. Oh, it's like no cuddle. one, no one really like made the other one fall, but they kind of both fell in the hole. Yeah, and it, like, but like Patrick Stewart's face is so like <laughs> has lots of feel, like not usually filled with expressions, but like <laughs> in this moment, he just looks like. <laughs> It just looks so comical. Like I don't know. It was I couldn't not laugh. It was very funny. But um. But yeah, stand up in the bottom of a big empty cabin. So it's yes. like a big yeah. fall. The Bev is shook the fuck up. She's very confused. And she's injured. She's injured. She's covered in dirt, which is yeah. more of the thing I was confused by because Picard seems not covered in dirt and fine. Um. But well, she landed but in Bev, the dirt pile. She landed in the dirt pile with dirt somehow also on top of her. That doesn't ever get. Take, like he, he, no one ever brushes that off at anymore. But no. yeah, it's, 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 it's cute because you know it's. I love a good Picard and Bev moment. Like, doesn't anybody? I mean, it's well, adorable. Well, more, more alone time between the two of them to discuss feelings, maybe. Ooh. But, I uh, had some problems with that, honestly. Oh, really? Why? Well, I am. I I'm a believer in tropes, and I believe if two people oh. who have like sexual and romantic tension are trapped in a cave together. Then by the episode they should have made out. Yeah, or at like least by the fucked, end of the episode like... they should have made out, or they should have admitted their feelings or something, and that didn't happen. And we I know that. I know, but Jeremy, Jeremy, my bro, my friend, um, we know that doesn't happen because this mm-hmm. is this is Star Trek Next Generation. Picard mm-hmm. is suppressed as fuck. So is Beverly. None of they never do they talk about their feelings, and if they do, it's only for like glimpses, like mere moments. Do they? reveal their innermost desires and longings for each other and that's the that's the that's the edgeness that's the edging the emotional edging that we get with these two like i get that i'm i'm fully aware of it because i guess i've i've watched star trek in the future so i know but i guess this is like another instance of that apart from that fucking naked now ridiculousness that we got in like the ridiculous that was the best it was so silly like i would with I, this little wave I, <laughs> 
I forget the wave. That was really cute. All right, I love it. But like, okay. I love that. But like, this is just another example of that where like they they get close, stuff happens. But come on, Jeremy, we know by now nothing's ever gonna nothing's gonna happen yet. Nothing's gonna happen I know, yet. I know. It's, it's just. It's, 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 it's what I expect from a trope. If you get stuck in a cave together, you're going to make out. Well, yes, but like if Star Trek does, if we, if Star Trek does anything, it subverts mm. <laughs> expectations. It does. No, it doesn't. It, it undermines doesn't. expectations. Exactly. <laughs> it undermines, not so much subverts, but undermines. Uh, anyway. Uh, it's anyway, and we, they're stuck in a hole. They're stuck in a hole. They're stuck in a hole. And it's nice. But yes, back uh, to the team the squad yeah. who haven't yeah. moved no and they're just shooting at one of the balls and they destroy it and they're like captain doctor yeah, oh shit they're gone <laughs> i guess i guess um we keep doing what we were doing oh yeah that's right data keeps trying to get Riker out and yard goes looking for the others yeah but like why didn't they move like why i, I mean get, sorry i don't know why did why did picard and beverly run away why were they the only ones <laughs> No uh, idea. It's so silly because they—they are literally in the exact same spot. Like Yar, Data—they haven't moved. Yar just was like, "Yeah, I'm shooting at them, and it's fine. Don't worry about it." Like, what? Where did everybody go? <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, the, yeah, Data is like, "Well, um, I don't know if they get him out. When do they get Riker out? Do they get Riker out now? A little bit. They... A little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they have to double team up. Like Data has to join in, right? Yeah, Data to has shoot to, join to shoot the the. No, no, to shoot the ball, they've got to team up because yeah, Yara's so, trying to shoot it and it keeps dodging out of the way. It's like predicting where uh, she's going to shoot. And that's when she's like, no, no, stronger. stop stop dealing with Riker. Um, we'll tag team it, basically. You shoot yeah. where it is and I'll shoot where it's going to be. And that way it yeah. tricks it. Ah, that's right. Because it's like, it tricks it because it's learning on the way or something. Like, we're yeah. kind of getting that little... It knows to use cover now. Ooh, ooh, it's a smarty. Look at it, look at it learn. Wow. Oh, I feel like Data yes. could probably take it in a fight, though. Data's smarter yeah. than this thing. Yeah, Data's smarter than the thing. But I guess with, like, it's 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 that, you know, typical trope of, of like, oh, it's artificial intelligence. It's learning based on our behavior. It's mm-hmm. machine learning. <laughs> like The we, dinosaurs uh, know how to use a door. <laughs> the dinosaurs know how to use guns. Fuck. Uh, that would have been yeah, that would so- have been more exciting to me, honestly, in Jurassic Park. Just as a weird tangent, the fact that the dinosaurs know how to use a door handle, dogs <laughs> could use a door handle, sheep Cats could use a door, door handle. Yeah, yeah, this is not a genius thing for dinosaurs to know how to do. Like, no. it's really it- easy to use a door, you guys. If it had learned I mean- how to use a gun, I'd have been impressed. Yes, just because in the movie, in the phenomenal uh, sci-fi movie, Signs, uh, the aliens can't figure out how to use doors. Doesn't mean dinosaurs can't. Dinosaurs are pretty fucking, well, they were, I imagine, I don't know, with the intelligence of chickens. They're pretty smart. I mean, I imagine they'd be okay with doors. Cats can eventually learn how to open doors, and so can dogs. I'm sure they'd be able to fucking just figure it out. But, uh, But yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, doors. Wait, I why think... are we talking about doors? <laughs> artificial <laughs> forget, intelligence. Honestly. Artificial intelligence, oh, yeah. that's right. Who learned to use doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. so they oh. back down in the hole. 
Uh, Beverly, her <laughs> arm's injured and they can't contact anyone. Sensors seem to be out. So they just have to... And Picard's like talking to her and is like, hey, look, we just got to wait until the sensors turn back on then they can beam us out and we can fix you up. And he makes a yep. splint through her arm and like tears off her shirt sleeve to make it. It's like, this is what I'm saying. Like they need to make out if he's undressing her that way. Yeah, let me heal you with your your, your trembling feminine hat, like wounds. Let me let me aid yes. you. Like he's also like for some reason digging her out of a sand pit. Like this is what I don't understand how she fell and she <laughs> fell buried in sand. She's now buried in like dirt, sand, rubble, something. I don't know. It just looks it doesn't make sense. And she scratches. She's got scratches on her forehead. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I assume that weird. something fell on top of her as well. Like she kicked some dirt yeah. loose and then some rocks fell down on her. It's just it's just a weird vibe to be. I didn't anyways, realize I didn't realize she'd been scratched up her first time. Like it really was either. like from one shot to another. And it's like wow, her face is like really messed up. Like there's scratches yeah. all over it. That'll leave a scar if you're yeah, in the future. For sh- exactly for sure. But which is why it was confusing. I was like, why, why? Because like I think in that first scene when they eventually fall and Picard goes rushes to her and is like, are you okay, Beverly? Like you don't see the scars because I guess it's on the other side of the screen. But anyway, yeah. um, anyway, trembling so fingers. She's got a concussion. Yeah, she's got a concussion. Oh, Jeremy. um, <laughs> Jeremy's got a cough, everybody. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to call you out. It's not bad. Don't be embarrassed. It's fine. We all get them. Don't, don't. <laughs> I can just edit that out. <laughs> all right. Fine. My bad. Um, no, no, it's fine. Um, yeah. Anyway, Beverly has a concussion. So she's like, you must keep me conscious, right, Picard. I'm like, yes, there's yeah, many ways you can keep it. Keep keep her conscious with um with yeah. de- decorations of love, Picard. Anyway, Data Fees Riker, who is fine. There's like no yes. no drawbacks. There's no what do you call those words? The thing that like is a bad No uh, PTSD on Riker's behalf. Yeah. No, no PTSD from being you. frozen. No <laughs> No side no, effects. No long term traumas. Like he just seems a little like, you know, thrilled to be able to move around again and, and everything's yeah, all vitals are normal, so we're good to go. Let's not talk about it. It's not linger on here. Uh this is no issue. It's fine. So they yeah, they, they all bounce and try to start looking for cup um for, sorry, Doctor Crusher and the captain. Doctor Crusher. And that's Doctor Crusher. And that's about that's about it. And that's then it. Uh so back on the yeah. bridge, Sue's realized, hey, we've got the five life signs, they're all back. We can beam them up um, now That's that Riker's right. back. And just as they're about to, something starts shooting at them. Yeah, off the port bow, something starts yeah. attacking. And it's very low, battle station. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, um, which means they're going to put up the shields and something's shooting at them. And it's like really messing with them and shooting it from them from behind. But they can't see it. They don't know where it yeah. is. It's invisible. Bum, bum, bum. And you would think Jordy would have the advantage with his like laser eyes. Like, right? You know, and they all, uh, look and see. But, um, but no, I guess the sensors can't find it. It's like if Jordy was out there looking, it'd be much easier. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe he needs to actually have, yeah, the, the visual. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they can't seem to see it. It's like some sort of cloaking device. Yep. Nope. Yeah. And they get, he gets a call from Chief Engineer Logan. Yes, this dude. Now, who the this fuck dude. is this guy? I, I know. guess he's the new chief of engineering. Since but what uh, happened to Argyle? I, I I guess this is the new guy. I guess this is the new Argyle. Um, but we yeah. never really get an introduction to him before this episode. It's just chief of engineering Logan is now around. I guess maybe uh, it's like 
like there's a number a few chief engineers and it's just whoever's on that shift would that make sense but then he's so like demanding he basically rocks up and is just like LaForge I'm higher in command like it was a mistake for Picard to have left you he didn't think that you would be you know in ready for combat or something or this was like you should give the command to me because yeah I I outrank you you're you're an ensign is he an ensign no uh, Lute- he's, a he's, lieutenant. he's a lieutenant. He's a lieutenant. Because yeah. Lieutenant LaForge. Uh, yes, exactly. So, but yeah, he's, he's this this dude. This, this fucking yeah, Logan's Logan a dick. Fuck is, he's being real dicky. He's basically yeah. just like trying to like under under um fuck under command no under uh, undermine. yeah undermine. Yeah. He's getting all mindy mindy in the under all undermine. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, so they, but they've, they've got to break orbit. It's basically the big yeah, thing. Well, and, and Logan's Logan, like, "Why are we breaking orbit?" Logan wants to wants to know if they're breaking orbit, and George is like, "No, no, we're going to stay as long as possible to see if we can get a chance to beam them back." And Logan's like, "No, yeah. we're going to lose the Enterprise if you do that." I'm taking command, and George is like, "No, I'm in command until Picard gets back, and you can do it or you can be a mutiny dude." <laughs> and he's like, "Mutiny boy." Uh, so yeah, they keep trying at this thing, and Logan's like. You should put me in command, but Geordi's—he's—he's respecting the chain of command. He's like basically trying to bully Geordi into giving up command. Yeah, he—he's—he's thinking he's got prior. He's got yeah. He outranks, so he's got better experience and better understanding of like um uh like these kind of conditions, like uh, attack or like fuck my brain. I can't think today. Sorry, everybody. My uh, you know whoa condition. You know boom booms. Uh, combat. <laughs> combat fuck for the war. I couldn't think of the goddamn word. Um um so basically uh he's like I've got better experience. I understand combat techniques and conditions. You've you're gonna fuck up the ship. Like we gotta I don't think go. he even says like, that. He's just like, no no, you're gonna fuck up the ship because you're inexperienced. Like, okay, you're not yeah, any better. Yeah. You just wanna be in command. Uh, exactly. It's, but it's like a weird he doesn't plot like, line. it is a weird plot and like I don't I don't hate it because like it makes sense that this dude and it's kind of it adds to LaForge's character of being like he's young and he's inexperienced sure but he's got this like raw natural talent and understanding Mm. of like how things work and how systems work he's like a great engineer but he's also very like unsure of himself and like having this as like his sort of antagonist for this episode and like reflecting that like doubt in himself like that makes sense and i like that for his little character yeah. outlet that's cool but that the fact that logan hasn't been around yet <laughs> it's just sort of he's like suddenly here and then like we're expected yeah. to know who he is would have been great if argyle came back argyle would be great well but, but um, argyle's such a nice guy we can't have him as an antagonist i know like he, he trusts geordie nice logan doesn't trust yeah Jordy. Logan just wants what's best. I think this, like, Geordi handles it pretty well or tries to handle it pretty well. Because initially you think he's going to, uh, I, I forget if it's now or a little bit later, but he, okay, at the moment, Geordi's like sticking to his guns. He's like, no, I know it's dangerous. I know it's going to be, we're getting a bit of a, you know, in a bit of a fight. We're in a bit of a kerfuffle, but um, we got to stick around to save the, the the captain. And Logan's like, you can't win. You can't win. We got to mm-hmm. go. Break mm-hmm. order. You fuck. Um, but Jody sticks to his guns and he's like, no, we can do it. We got to analyze, you know, the pattern of attack and maybe we can locate him that way or something. So he's yeah. talking to Wolf like, hey, Wolf, you got to do this. And, you know, listen to me and respect me because I'm, you know, okay, I'm in charge um, right now. <clears throat> And speaking of analy- right 
Speaking of analyzing Wolf the is, attacks. Wolf's doing a, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Just side note, Wolf is being a great, great supporter for Jordy here. And I like that. He anyway, but yes, Wolf, speaking of Wolf, it, uh, Wolf follows chain of command. Wolf like, follows. Just, Wolf. Yeah. yeah he's um, <laughs> fucking following. But going back to the analysis, back on the planet that the balls are back. Um, they've developed shields now. Yeah, they're learning. They've realized that, you know, they've got to upgrade. Like, they have to all shoot all three at once to take it out this time. Yep. Because that's, you, you, that's how you do it. <laughs> but then what happens next time? I guess four yep. times we shoot. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, well, we can't, we can't take him out with We've only got four because we've only got three of us. But Data also realizes that every 12 minutes their weapons are reappearing. Ah, cheeky cheeky. He's like, he's analyzed so it. And this is something I love for D&D in particular. That idea of wave after wave of enemies coming. And the first couple of waves you just wipe out easily. But they get tougher and they get tougher and they keep coming and they keep coming and they keep coming. And maybe the group has a problem that needs to be solved at the same time like a puzzle Ooh, or something. Yeah. It's like, do you okay. focus on the combat? Like you can hold for a long enough or you can try to escape or you can solve the puzzle quicker. But it's like, you've got to deal with these because eventually you will get overwhelmed. Yeah. That's a cool idea. It's definitely like a funnel kind of situation where mm. like, like what do you give, what do you prioritize your time to? Or like, what do you give? And, and you kind of have to give it the exact right amount of time in order to not get overwhelmed. Because yeah. I think I think sometimes timed puzzles can be a little too unnecessarily stressy. Whereas if you have yeah. something like this, where you, it's not necessarily timed, but you know eventually um, like the waves of opponents that comes through maybe will overwhelm you. Like that's, that's pretty cool. Mm. And you could frame it as like machine learning like oh they're just getting smarter and smarter and they know what to attack you with or they're gauging better like what can over what could uh what could it uh, innately fuck you or like eventually fuck you up it's Um, interesting to do it as uh you've got just one creature as well that maybe it's like a a giant robot and it just becomes like the first time you attack it you use fire and you take it out and then it stands up and you use fire again just nothing happens it's now immune to that so you have to try something else and you can take it out for a little period like 12 minutes or something and that might give Mm -hmm. you enough time to get a bit further but you know eventually it's going to be immune to everything you can throw at it and you've got to get out before that happens you know what this reminds me of though the Borg I feel like this might have been like (laughs) I think it definitely is yeah, it's like a it's an intro to that idea that like oh we get stronger and like eventually we'll fucking fuck you up. Um, wait, wait, who are the Borg? <laughs> bum, no, bum, bum. Sorry, this guys. is not a spoiler three uh, podcast. We just talk. <laughs> yeah, we we chill. What is it? Season so it is season three that the Borg come in, or is it season I think it's two? season three. Okay, all right, okay, cool. I can't remember what happened in season two. I blend season one and season two a lot. I think we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fucking beards and no beards and yar and then, but anyway, uh, lack of yar. <laughs> we get um, Whoopi Goldberg back to the cave. Stuff. Uh, oh, so, Whoopi Goldberg, yes. I can't wait. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, yeah, we get back to the back to the cave, back to the the sexual tension cave, and then sexual tension cave not, where Picard not, keeps waking not, her up. Who, who knows? Yeah, Picard keeps waking her up because that's what Bev said. She's like, "Don't yeah. let me get to sleep." So Picard's yeah. just being like. 
I don't know. We're in some kind of underground structure or yep. something. We're in an underground He's... structure, and you've lost a lot of blood. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, um, um, what? What? How? What? Turns out. Oh yeah, my <laughs> leg as well is like just gushing blood. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh. I thought you. Like, it's not, like as a doctor, I thought she was going to say something like, oh, I have internal bleeding. Because that makes sense. She's like, I yeah. assume I have internal bleeding because I got crushed in the ribs or something. But then she's just like, no, my leg. And then he looks at the leg and it's just like, I guess it's been bleeding under the rubble that you, like, sand that you <laughs> refused yeah. to take away. So she's just been continuously under this rubble that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't doesn't show her leg. Um, so he's like, hey, what would you do if you had a patient who's been, like, you know, through, you know, say this this trauma fell and now she's got lacerations to her face and all this shit. And she's like, well, I'd, I'd get them to raise their leg and then I'd, you know, do stuff. I don't know. Get a clotting something. agent for the leg and... Um, yeah, but this is great too because she she mentions the clotting agent. She's like, we need something. So go get that bark, that root. Go go look at that root for me. And well, he's like, okay. Said, yeah, look at the root and then taste mm. it, but don't swallow then, it. Yeah, and then spit and it like, out and then like look at the color. Rub it. Yeah, rub yeah, it on your skin and look at the color. And if it does all the things it does, then use it as a clotting agent. Yeah, like, and, cool. and it's great. And and we get we get a the first introduction to. Uh, Beverly Crush's grandmother, who comes up in later episodes. I'm not oh, sure good. if you remember. Jerry. I have no, no recollection of this. I thought this was just a little <laughs> bit of them discovering their information, like discovering yeah, facts is. about each other. It is very cute, and I like that about this. But also, it it's it's yeah, an introduction to a, a, a character who gets introduced into like I think the season six, where um. Wow. Where she anyway, I won't spoil it, everybody. But okay, uh, no, no, it don't spoil we it. That's a that's know. a long way away. It's, it's very silly, but yes, uh, it's cute because they get to know each other better. Picard and Bev, they're like, "How did you know that?" And he's like, "Oh, she's like, oh, my grandma was on this planet, and the, it wasn't in, you know, I think it was under attack by something. I forget." Avada Fart Three. I don't think we find Avada out what three. it was. It's just Avada Three, and mm-hmm. Picard's like, "That was a tragedy." Yes, it was a tragedy. We don't know what kind of tragedy, but it was definitely tragic and um yeah. and she's like well yeah she had to learn how to survive by living off the land and then when she you know my, she had my mom and then her my mom had me she told me all of these things and i was mm-hmm. like oh that's cute it's cute it's cute make out why don't you right fuck? right <laughs> why don't you <laughs> do something keep her warm picard because yeah. she's like i'm getting cold and he's like let me keep you warm but nothing happens nothing I know, but, but i don't Where have a blanket oh use your body Dickhead, you bald, bald man. <laughs> then again, you as can... we know, she's got internal bleeding and scratches all over her face and a broken arm and a bleeding leg. Best time to fuck, really. <laughs> not not for her, but I mean, no, but not for anyone. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but she doesn't seem that bad. She's fine. I mean, she's talking. She's conscious. And also, she, <laughs> Ooh, I mean, that's not she, a... <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant, no, 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 no. I meant, I meant she has agency and I feel like if she was gonna, you know, confess any deep dark feelings to the love of her life now would be the time because she thinks she's gonna die she's not delirious Um, now is the time to say these things beverly exactly come on Bev. say something say something you don't have to do anything just say i love you baby baby picard could have been could have been something (laughs) maybe maybe like (laughs) if i don't get out be a father to wesley like i wanted you to be yeah actually act like a reasonable person around children like don't yeah. get scared and do silly things you, you goof um 
Anyway, oh, that doesn't well. happen. But back to the bridge, I think. Back to the bridge, to yeah. The... Yeah, uh, Geordie yeah. might have found the pattern and they, you know, give it a try. They get shot and they fire back and that, yeah. nothing works. It does not work. It was a fail. Wolf yeah. smacks the panel and is like, we missed. God Wolf damn smash. It, we missed. Wolf smash. But he's, hey, Geordie's doing a great job of like trying to support and like, you know, um, get, get, uh, what's her name? What's the new, uh, the two new characters? Ensign the... Sue and um, Ensign Solus. Solus. Sue and Solus. He's encouraging. He's, you know, trying to be positive. He's being a good captain presence, you know. He's, he's doing it. Acting captain, sorry. Acting yeah. captain presence. Troy's in the background watching, you know, very, yeah. uh, very <laughs> but, this. but, but it's they after miss. This, yeah they miss yeah. and after that they realize okay the shields are failing we've got a few minutes left yeah. is like chief engineer logan to the bridge yeah because he tells him like, to go oh, back down no. to the bridge oh no it's he's like, gonna give he's gonna give I him away know. like he's giving he up his failed. command i know yeah I, I felt that too i think i literally was like oh no no Jordy, you yeah. failed but you didn't fail you're okay he did then, well he's got you know he plans. did good he did, he did good he, did good. he tried he tried it's hard being acting captain yeah as it you know you lose your hair you lose, you lose there's a lot of stuff when you become a captain um uh, but when it um when logan arrives Jordy's like mm-hmm. okay we're gonna break orbit, plot a course away, engage at warp, warp five. And Logan's like, you're leaving them there? How dare you? You're the captain's down there. I'm like, you fucker. That's exactly the opposite of what you were saying before. Exactly. You can't please this guy. Fuck Logan. No, like, seriously, dick. what the fuck? He literally said the exact opposite before. And now he's just being like, well, looky here, you fucking LeVar Burton. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I will have your head for not saving the captain. When I told uh, you, you shouldn't save the captain. He's such a fucking Karen. Like, to be oh, honest, he's the worst. Um, but yeah, LaForge so is much. like, we're going to leave. We're going to bounce. But then they bounce and Logan's like, you know, acting all cocky, acting all expected. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. any second now, any time now, LaForge. Uh, and then LaForge is like, we're going to do a fucking saucer sep. Wah, bah, bah, yep. Bow. Yep. Breaking news this saucer is gonna get separated so he like, logan giving... is shook shocked he's shook yeah. he is confused as fuck he's like is what it... i thought you were giving me command you ass um, he's like i am like, no. of the saucer section ha ha get your way much yeah it's uh he has a responsibility to the captain picard so he, he needs to go off and fucking do this shit um and that's back what to picard, the battle bridge you know, yeah, back to the battle bridge. Well, that's it. he uh, has a responsibility to the rest of the people on the ship. It's like yeah, to exactly. get them out of danger. And it's like, well, he will. He'll get them out of danger, and then he'll return for Picard. Exactly. You know why? Because he's acting fucking captain, baby. That's yeah, right. he's gonna yeah. do the job. He's gonna do it well. And Logan just can't handle this shit. I swear, I've seen this actor somewhere too. This Logan Probably. guy. I'm gonna have to look Probably. him up because there's a, there's mm, a great line where he's telling Geordie off it's like you can't go back there it's like it'll just destroy the the, the engine section and he says you can't fight what you can't see and mm. Burton gets like this little quirk of a smile on his face or maybe I was just imagining it but it did feel a little bit like oh I see what you're saying it's because I'm blind oh I, I didn't pick up on that but that's so cool oh that makes so that's awesome what a nice parallel between like his one of his character, like, I guess, like, tra- not traits, but, like, one of something that he, 
he has to deal with on a daily basis, yeah. like this concept of not being able to see like other people. Yeah, and, and for him to be like, you can't see it, so you can't find it. <laughs> what a fuck. I hate mm. you, Logan, you asshole. You fuck. Um, that's really cool. I didn't notice that on the first watch. Yeah, and it just, it just kind of makes sense that who better to fight something you can't see than Geordi? So exactly. he's used to not being able to see things around him and like having a different take on on the world yeah. thanks to his visor. It's like, well, great. Let's um yeah. let's send Geordi to do it. Seeing things in a in a like in a conventional way. Like cuz this is this is where he yeah, probably smiled and was like, "Fuck you. I do this every day, baby." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I could um, do this all day. He so that's cool. I like that. But yeah, so that that conversation happens but then i also I, I find this kind of intense he goes into the um captain's quarters to like you know get ready and prepare for the saucer sap and then which never happens this is like only the one like instance instance of it happening i guess it happened in encounter uh, farpoint yeah but that's like since when has it happened since then like this is twice in a season now like yeah it hardly and ever I, happens i'm just going to point out that they use the um the same footage as it oh, do they? Yeah, when they separate it. Wow, I didn't even notice. I wasn't even paying attention to that. I'm like, they're gonna do the thing again where it takes 30 seconds to a two minutes to like do this visual of it no. separating. Well, they only got but, one episode to do it in this one, so it's like, yeah. They got to be quick, baby. Got to pound it out. Um, so <laughs> got to get that soap set, so 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 going. Um, so yeah, the forge goes into the captain's quarters or like the captain's the ready room. Deck. Ready room, that's right. Uh, getting ready, getting ready in the ready room. And then Troy comes in and she's mm-hmm. like, I have to have a conversation with you about how you're dealing with this um, thing going on and the emotional fitness of the crew and blah, blah, bloop. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what you're saying, bitch. You're coming in here to tell me that I'm not handling myself well enough. And, and straight up, she's like, no, 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 you're doing great. You're doing great, and I'm very proud of you. And he's like, "Oh, you don't think that I'm, you know, a nervous mess because I do?" <laughs> and then she's like, "No, you're doing really great, and I'm and I'm super proud of you." But you need to remember, you need to like, you're there for the crew. Um, and oh no, because it was also because he's yeah. like, uh, he's like Lou Lou, uh, fuck the names, Jeremy. Solus and Sue. Here. Solus and Sue. He's like Solus and Sue. I want you to come with me on the on the bridge. And they're well, like, he, okay, he cool. Needs to. But, yeah. Yeah, he needs them. But they're also younger officers. And this is what Troy yeah. brings up. She's like, they, they're younger, more inexperienced. Um, and like, they're under a lot of pressure. Uh, and so are you. And he's like, so you think I'm going to, you know, crack or like go crazy? And she's like, no, you're handling it great. You've kept a really good cool. You've, you know, taken charge super efficiently and you've made some really difficult decisions. Um, but you need to remember that like, these guys are super young and inexperienced and you need to be like confident for them in order to like help them out. And it's like what you also need to remember when you take charge and you take authority um, because everything you do to the uneasiness of your voice, to the tiny mm-hmm. little minute actions of dandling and dealing with stress, they're going to pick up on. So you gotta be, gotta be strong, baby. And I'm like, Oh, that's nice. That's kind of cool. But this what is, a, this is what <laughs> I feel. This is what Troy, it is very lengthy. But yeah. this is what Troy does on the ship. This is her job. Yeah. Like, yeah. she could just wander around and then come back to the captain and go, hey, the engineering team's feeling really anxious about something, and they're not showing it, but they're feeling it. And then Picard yeah. can be like, okay, cool, what's going on with engineering? And, like, do a little inspection and find out what's occurring. But it's 
it's such a great way of saying this is what Troy is for. This is her job. This is her, yeah. like, this is her bread and butter, baby. Yeah, okay. I get that then. I think at the beginning I kind of saw it as maybe her disbelief in LaForge, but I think no. after no. them having that initial, that conversation, her being like, no, you're doing great, but you also have to realize that this also, it's not just about you handling difficulty, it's about everybody else handling difficulty and stress, and you have to mm. be make sure that that is, I don't know. Um, and the way she she's very gentle with him about it. Yeah. Like, he, he's the one you think I'm going to crack. And he's like, no, no, you're really good at this. Like, just that positivity and that reinforcement and encouragement. And then she's like, yeah, you're doing really well. But not everyone on the bridge is you. Yeah. And it's, it's really well done. And I just like, if we got this for, I would love to see just Troy's job. Every yes. Every episode. Yeah, agreed. It's, it's a really cool insight into the work that she does and how necessary she is on the ship because sometimes that gets kind of like she gets thrown under the bus sometimes mm. in the terms of her being a betazoid and not really knowing what's going on like it's used for a lot of the plot in her, like advancement sometimes where she's like i can pick up feelings but i don't can pick up all of them i don't fully understand what's happening <laughs> and then it's like okay cool so we know something's off but we don't know exactly what it is and i feel like yeah she gets used as a tool in that aspect a lot more than we get to see her actually performing her duties in yeah. a really like good way, like in the way that she handles things and issues and trauma really well with like yeah. and understanding yeah. the crew and having them understand themselves better. Yeah, I, I think you're right. This is pretty cool. Mm. This is good scene. Good scene. So, back in the yeah. back in the cave. Yes. We um Picard hasn't been able to find any exits. Um but he's looking around and he finds a, a glowing light, a view screen. In fact, oh yes, which I that, feel like you should have picked up on maybe a little bit earlier. But anyway, yeah. I think you had to clear some stuff away to get it. Like so, obviously, uh, yeah. it, it wasn't there. Some of those turned, roots. Yeah, <clears throat> he manages to turn it on and discovers it's a tracking device that's tracking the away team. Ooh, like that sounds suspicious. Yeah, sounds- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not good, but also it no. then creates a projection of Vincent Chiavelli. Oh, it's the guy. It's this guy. He's back. Oh, He's back. He's back. Oh, uh, but this, I'm this really one... glad. I thought he was going to be in the first part of the episode. I know. Yeah, he comes back. And... He's so good. He He's is the... really my good. favorite in this. Yeah. Um, um, he does a little yeah, spiel, so right? He, he does his spiel, but he's actually able to answer questions now. Yes. A little like, bit more anyway. He can, he can answer questions about a specific product. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's like the sales team is like there to, to take the sale and like he's talking about but he doesn't understand some questions because they don't really yeah. like what's happening with my ship it's like I I don't know what you're talking about I don't know about I your ship you, what I can give you answers like? for the weapon the 607 weapon yeah it's called it Echo Papa 607 and I love Echo that Papa. I love it Echo Papa it just reminds me of Stranger Things like you are like Papa it's like oh wow yeah <laughs> Echo Papa, why would you call a weapon Echo Papa? That's stupid. Anyway, it's silly. I want to know why. It's the 607. I'm just calling it the 607. That's better. 607. That's fine. We can do it with numbers. Um, But it is the pinnacle of weapons tech. Yeah. It can destroy um, enemy space vessels. um, And Picard is just like, the Enterprise. Oh, no. So one of those things is, yeah, going after my ship, essentially. And he's like, I can't tell you that. I (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, we. I'm just your memory. I have no new information. Exactly. 
I can talk about when it gets delivered and the terms of the settling, you know, on the final costing and price and shit. Yep. And, you know, about the unit. But uh, I can't tell you about what he's doing currently. So he's basically... Yeah, yeah, just a shit, shit for brain telegram asshole. Well, but- I I love this again as an NPC, just a, yeah. an NPC, a, a program, a construct, who can't tell you that information. It'd be great if they could, but just does but, not have it. Yeah, they're limited. I think yeah. that translates really well into gameplay too, because yeah, yeah, essentially it gives you that out as a DM to be like, if something someone asks a question that either one you don't have the answer to or two you don't want them to know you can just be like i don't have that information or that information is unavailable currently whereas yeah. i think in a fantasy realm sometimes that doesn't really work because magic is supposed to be it's a little bit or more ambiguous more like omnip- people kind of omnipotent yeah omnipotent yeah you kind of expected to know all that information straight off the bat so it gives you that out to be like um this database is currently <laughs> unaffected or yeah. yeah, something, something. I do but, have an adventure I run where they're dealing with an AI quite regularly. And um, it'll say something like, uh, you will gain access to that room once the project is complete. And they say, oh, what's the project? You do not have authorization to know about the project. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Authorization is a good tool to say, yeah. you don't have security measures. Why? Because rules. <laughs> yep. yep, because I don't want you in that room yet. Yeah, get the fuck out of fuck. I mean, no. Yep, I like it. That's very clever. Um, so, but yeah, it, back to Picard realizes to that uh, the six oh seven is basically what wiped out Minos. That it yeah, they basically yeah. made a weapon that they couldn't turn off. Yeah, it was an it was invincible once it like you know got going. It was too perfect, and Picard's like, "You poor fools, you <laughs> your own creation destroyed you," or something's you know meaningful and, and deep and disturbing. But um, yeah, so they're they're under pressure now because something to do with like the the next attack, it's just gonna get stronger and stronger, and it's then get stronger and stronger, and it's become a more deadlier weapon. So they need to turn it off as soon as possible, but they yeah. can't figure out. I forget their well, reasoning behind. They ask. They ask the hologram, "Can you abort this?" He's like, "I don't. Why? Why would I? It hasn't completed the demonstration yet." That's right. The de- it hasn't demonstrated all of its abilities. So Picard is like, "Well, well, um." Yeah, and uh, then the the away team manages to find them. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, I forget manages to find them, yet. and they're like, "It's really, really far down." And Data's like, "No, I'll jump down." Yeah, I love this. Bit. I love this bit for no reason. Like he could have just stayed up there. What else was he gonna do? I, I don't remember him doing anything helpful for Bev. He's just like, yeah, it's like what twenty four foot drop or something. And Data's like, I can tackle it. And Picard's like, Are you, are you sure? <laughs> Maybe don't. You might break. And Data's like, No, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure I can. So he does. I, he just drops down. I do like this like, a little right bit. There's a bit where Yar's like, You're you're tough, Data, but you're not indestructible. And he's like, I will yeah. be fine. I'm like, oh, no, you're-, you're worried about your boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Why aren't there more special moments between Yar and Data? I mean, they yeah. fucked once. You kind of got to like, you know, bring it out a little bit more. That, that <laughs> Does needs no to one be re- remember the episode that they fucked? I feel like <laughs> they just like- had like a casual hookup ever since. Maybe. I hope so. But like, yeah. we never even get hints of that happening. And it's really upsetting because like, yeah. you want... They want there to be something special for Data, maybe. And I want Yara to be happy. I want Yara to be happy. I want her to be very happy. (laughs) Fully functionally happy. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Yara's had a tough life. She deserves some, like, data sex. She deserves some data port. Some data (laughs) port. 
<laughs> a data dump? No. No. No, that's that's no, no. weird. <laughs> that's weird. That's weird. We'll leave it in, but that's weird. Um, she just needs soft, tender love. Whatever she wanted, whatever she yeah, said. Yeah, and data. I feel like data would be into that. Yeah, Dan is just into anything that gets him closer to being somewhat more being human. human. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, like, "This is a learning opportunity." Anyway, um, uh, so <laughs> capability to enhance. Uh, so yeah. before so the that, before they can do anything, the engine section has returned to the planet. Yes, uh, and Jordan's yeah. basically like, "Okay, Ensign Sue, as soon as we drop the shields, I need you in a split second to find the signatures for them and beam them back immediately." Yeah. Literally in seconds. You have seconds to do this. Yeah. Uh, and Sol's like, oh, okay. Oh, is it okay. Sol or Sue? I forget. It's Sue. Either it's Sue. Yeah, Sue's. I think Sol- Solus is driving, and Sue's on on um, sensors. Can I just say Sue's hair in this episode is pretty awesome. It's like this great little fluffy bob situation. It's super cute. I love it. It's very, it's very stylish. Very eighties. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't get to see a lot of brushed out hair except for like the female romance, like oh, romantic. Yeah, that's true. And Bev. You know, like, and Bev. Yeah, but she is to Picard, I reckon. Like, she's yeah, got that. She is. Anyway, I, 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 dig, I dig her hair, is what I just wanted to say. But yes, mm. um, so we got seconds. It's time sensitive. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's also time and... sensitive back on the planet because they got to get, they got to get it resolved until they start attacking. Yeah, Riker I think and, it's launched know? already, but they're kind of figuring out what, what do we do? Yeah, um, so they're like, can we readjust the thing it's targeting? Can we change like, can the targets? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and and they and they can't because there's nothing else on the planet to target it to, and it won't target a neutral thing. It has mm-hmm. to target something living, so they can't target mm-hmm. to anything there. So that's stupid, and they can't do that. Um, can I just and- point out as well? It, it shows up and it starts shooting at Yar and Riker. Yeah. It misses them every single time. Yeah, it's because like, they're too good. These guys. I mean. It must be. I'm, got- I'm just thinking, this is supposedly like the weapon that wiped out a, a civilization. Yeah. And also I- another crew. I'm like, this This isn't a very good weapon. It's true. It's missing everyone. <laughs> this little dingle dangle sex toy. Yeah, it's not It's not great on the zippy zaps. Um, no. But I, I like to think that maybe this is like maybe... Uh, the earlier stages of what it's capable of because imagine if it was on a full planet right because it's only this small it's only the bridge or like you know what four three members of the bridge crew or whatever of a bridge crew so three humans imagine over that spread across with multiple weapons across a whole planet like i don't think this is its full potency i think this is just the the final potency to kill this amount of humans that it assumes you know what i mean like it's 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 only doing what it knows will be effective at this oh, level. Oh, what'll be sufficient? Sufficient. So over a whole planet full of people, it probably was way more intense and had a lot more. You probably know, just like disintegrated made. them all. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm. I. I don't know why. I'm just trying to like theorize as to why they've done it this way, as opposed to not just yeah, have them outright be fucking dangerous. I guess you can't because it's our boy Riker. You got to yeah. show him up. He's got to be the best of the best. And Tasha is also there, so she's also <laughs> yeah. the best. Of the best. We'd feel like, bad you know, if red shirts were getting shot by this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got to have Will Riker there outsmarting and you got to have Tasha yeah. there being the best of the best and being the baddies. And being like a good um, shot, yeah. Yeah, as in, yeah, as in you know, B-A-D-D-D-I-E, baddie, not, you know, yeah, are yeah. we the baddies? We um, the ba- 
So, Uncle Badgies. <laughs> uh, and as they're panicking uh, and trying to work out it, Beverly's just like, can't you turn it off? Can't you just like pull the plug or something? Uh, so Beverly says, why? Why, why would you, you haven't even seen all the things. It's like, and I can't remember who suggests like giving it what it wants. Yeah, I can't remember who suggests, oh, we've seen enough, we'll buy it. Like, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think after, can we just turn it off? No, we can't turn it off because it's not completed. And then because like... Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. It's it the is, sales it is pitch isn't completed. It's like, well, yeah. just, just I, we'll take we'll take them then. Yeah. And like, we'll take really? It. We'll take it, turn it off. <laughs> really? <You've, laughs> but you don't want to see the rest? It's like, no, 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 we'll take it now. Like, okay, cool. And that's what and turns off. it. That's, yeah. yeah that's, that, but I love that. That's so smart. Because yeah. it's like obviously it's a demonstration. If you're done watching the demonstration, then it should just automatically like stop. It's, you just need to give. Yeah, it's so. I like that. I like that as an ending. I think that's really mm-hmm. well done. I mean, it but raises like, so many questions of what was the demonstration happening when it wiped out the planet. But yeah, and also I love the way that they are able to solve this problem. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute, and it's like it's also another instance of solving a problem that isn't through like violence or like yeah i don't know or combat. just combat and shootiness and and things which again yeah. goes back into that wave upon wave of enemies it's like you need to find the solution for it that will stop yeah, them yeah exactly and if you can't then it's just going to keep coming you got to kill the spawn point you can't just keep yeah. killing you know things but yeah. through an actual like mental logistics puzzle or something, not logistics, but logical, I don't know, something. But this is fun. I like this because Data's like, Data's there and he's still not figuring it out. And it's fucking Bev and Picard through their frustration, Bev almost dying. <laughs> and Picard being like, oh yeah, shut it off. We can just turn it off. Anyway, it's cute. I like it. But um, yeah. yeah, that happens. And then the thing turns off, uh, I think, Something, what, what else is happening up So it, it the turns off the one down planet. on the planet. The one up in the orbit seems to still be attacking. Yeah, which I find funny that it also didn't translate to this one that's attacking. Yeah. Because, like, you think it would be connected somewhere, somehow. Or maybe that's um, just, like, the defensive thing on the planet that is maybe. hooked up to another. That would make know. sense. Uh, maybe it was explained and I just didn't pay attention. But, however, Geordi yeah, has, a, Geordi has a plan. Yeah, and um, I like this plan. It's a it's cool a good plan. plan. It's a good, it's a good plan. plan. They're going to dive onto the atmosphere um, and sort of skim across the atmosphere of the planet and then, like, assuming the thing is going to be following them in order Ooh. to hit them, uh, assuming it's going to do the same thing, um, and it does, and that's how they see it on the view screen. Yeah. Is that the turbulence it's... and the yeah. all the, the stuff, the re-entry fire will, um, yeah, will show up. And it does, and it does, and you and they see it, and they go, "Great, we're gonna bing, bam, boom it," and they zap the boy, um, and they they do it. They I, I did. There was a moment like they're they're burning up. The shields are getting burned away as they're going through this this reentry process or this yeah, entry process. Yeah, it's been pretty pretty hard. And as as soon as they blow up the whatever it is, the the dingle dangle in space. Um, <laughs> dingle dangle. like, "Cool, turn the shields off, beam them aboard," and like, no. Stop burning up first. Move away. Stop trying to go through the planet's atmosphere. Then turn the shields off. It's yeah, like you're going to mess up his ship. You've done so well, Shorty. Don't fuck it up now. <laughs> like, fuck my guy. Also, how weird does the Enterprise look without <laughs> the saucer Yeah, it looks so section? weird. It looks like this little tiny, like, blip. 
It was like a, like a little bleh. It's like so so weird. <laughs> Anyway, but yay, anyway, they did it. Wait, yeah, no, they, they beam them home and Geordie levels up. Yeah. Oh, Geordie levels up by um, how many XP? Um, I, I would say, I would give, I would just give him a, a full level. I think this is a milestone for Geordie. He's a full level and he has now successfully uh, beated the... Um, the Dingle know, Dangles in space? The, the Dingle Dangle Dungeons in space. Um, yeah. And he's... <laughs> Yeah, leveled up some. Uh, so he's complete. He's completed a requirement, which is command a ship. He's, yeah, well done. It's a uh, it's a big tick. It's a big tick yeah. for for Geordie. Geordie, our boy Geordie. Um, I think this is an interesting way to do leveling up. I'm watching the rookie at the moment as well, and a uh, lot of that is like going through exams and doing things like that. And I, and they've got to do certain certain in, like report to certain incidents. Okay. Where it's like, okay, have you dealt with a drug dealer? Have you dealt with an armed robbery? That kind of thing. Yeah. That's an interesting way to level up as a career progression. Mm. So instead of just going, hey, you beat the, the dingle dangle, you level up. It's more, okay, you have shown <laughs> that in your, in, your, um, in your career, you have commanded a bridge. Yeah, and so, not let some weird weird jordan what's his name jordan logan what yeah. yeah you've deflected the logan you've you've maintained the chain <laughs> of command under stress you have get a you've received a promotion you now level up yeah you were a successful acting captain now you've leveled up baby go go yeah. go 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 <laughs> that, that's just uh, a, a fun way i think of it yeah, I like it. I think that's a great idea. It's definitely different from that typical sort of like progressive. You do this, do this, do this, and you level up. It's you need to con- like it's more realistic in the sense that yeah, you need to fulfill these particular um, duties, I guess, or you need to have yeah. made sure that you successfully, you know, not fuck things up in, in a sense. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And it's definitely translatable into like a game too, because you can just be like, "Hey, you've you've done this really well. You get to get the battle of you know, the, not the battle, the um, medal of honor or medal of something." The purple heart. The purple heart for your courageous uh, telling which, off of Logan. <laughs> which I think is uh, if you're injured, so probably not that. All right. Well, Bev can get the purple heart. Bev should get. Well, they. This is. Yeah. This bugs me so much. They beam back, Why? and Geordie yeah. hands back command to Picard, and he's like, "Ah, oh, excuse me. I left my ship in one piece. I am not taking yeah. command back until it's in one piece again." And it's like, "Oh, look, you're leaving Geordie." And there's yeah. like a just a line of, "Oh yeah, the the um, medical bay called Beverly's fine." I know, I know. It's like, oh yeah, just by the way, she's cool. Don't worry about her. Don't uh, you just keep doing you, babe? And then Picard's like, cool. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. There was it's a little so bit silly. of me that was like, hmm, that's um a serious issue that's just kind of been wrapped up very quickly. But it's the '80s like outro wrap up that you get, where you like you get the like the cheeky grins and the smiling yep, the and the little do do like at the end of the episode it's like clearly this is the end nobody else yeah. had time nor money or budget to continue with the wrap up so we're wrapping it up baby let's go uh yeah, everyone was it. fine and that's it that's everybody the episode everybody was fine except that for was, maybe logan yeah that's, logan that's probably fine. logan was actually probably all right like he would have written a report saying i wasn't sure about geordie forge taking command and he disobeyed but he handled himself, but he handled himself he handled well himself and well. everything was fine yeah, you know what? And he did get control of the saucer sec 
section of things. So he was in command in some way. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, He's yeah. just a anyway. bully. Actually, I think that's probably the best yeah. thing about that character. It's not the best, but he was a good example of a bully in a profession. I Yeah, I agree because he thought he was right. Like, And that's yeah. what I love about some like really good antagonists. It's that like there is... He he definitely thought, like, fully believed that he was doing the right thing by telling Jody, yeah. hey, I need to take control because of reasons. And the reasons were logical. They made sense. Yeah. Like, if you were in a, in, a, in a pretty drastic situation and you had way more experience than someone below you who had been, like, shot up to a commanding position, you'd be like, hey, <laughs> just yeah. so you know, I'm here if you need me. But I think he took it one degree too far where he yeah. just assumed... It was- it was a little bit like, no, I should be in command, so I'm going to push on Geordie's insecurities and get him yeah. to hand over command. And yeah. Geordie's success really was just standing up to him and going, no, I'm in command. Yeah, That's I okay, and this. I will be doing and, this, not you. Yeah, and also you can't step on someone's toes like that when they are and put in a, a position, even if it is stressful, because that's how you learn. And that's, I feel like also, yeah, because Geordie learned a lot from this one experience. And Troy saw that. Troy was helping. Troy was doing the best she could to sort of support him. But she's a counselor and a badass and just generally fantastic. So we can't all be Troy. But Logan, <laughs> you can see, that's why I liked him as an antagonist in this episode, because yeah. you could see him and how he was and what he was thinking and the mm. reasoning and the logic behind it. And he, he was pushing on, on, you know, Geordie's sensitive sort of like um, uh, insecurities, but like, uh, yeah, it's, it's great how it turned out. Anyway, I like that. It's good. It was, a, it was a good episode. Is but, Logan yeah. the one that you will pick in the, the segment that we do every week, um, picking Ooh. a character from the show we've just watched to make into a player character or NPC in our games? Yes, I don't know, Jeremy, because I agree. I think the I think the um the the deal, the weapon trader, the deal, the hologram dude, he would be a really fun NPC to play as a DM for sure. And there's lots of fun things you could do with a character like that. But also, I do like a I like me I like me a sassy antagonist who mm-hmm. is is realistic and has realistic intentions and isn't just a big big baddie you know what i mean i like mm-hmm. i like both i could do both i pick both i pick both pick or both? maybe the okay. dingle dangle i pick the dingle dangle sexy sex <laughs> toy in space oh you're right so i think i killed jeremy um <laughs> i picked the sexy angle uh yeah sex toy i don't know i feel like it, it could be battery operated it's fine um <laughs> i think it is honestly it's on wi-fi uh, oh what do you pick who do you pick jeremy or what i'm picking geordie pick? when do you pick Oh yeah, I agree. He's great as a as a PC. As a, as a PC, like a lot of the stuff about the level um, leveling up that I mentioned earlier, just really works for Geordie in this episode. But also that he does, but kind of come. It's main character energy from him in this. Yeah, he's got yes, his little main character energy. Yes, I agree. He's got Sorry. his things to overcome. He uses his brains in a lot of the case. Like it's just, I would be interested to see him it's like an artificer PC. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Like someone ooh. who has the ability to command and but also uses their intelligence to do a lot of the things they're gonna be doing. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I, I I like how the story surrounding him in this episode was based on, you know, previous points in the season, like pre his previous history in the season. Like I feel like yeah. this was really good character development for him. Um and we get to see that in the you know upcoming seasons that like he mm-hmm. 
that like things happen because of of events like this where he relies on his on his intelligence and his um his like very particular traits i guess yeah in terms of having to rely on seeing things in very different ways and i like how this i like how the storyline kind of like focused on that and really really showed a showed a, I, I yeah i think it's a good pick a very good pick no oh, thank you i'm, I'm glad yeah. um, good job jeremy well done proud me. Of you. yeah and well done geordie <laughs> well done all of us well done you listeners for listening to us and putting up with my my blocked nose and coughs occasionally. I'll try to edit out as many as I can. I promise. It's, um, it's okay. Jeremy, is, we're, we're, oh, we're happy for you. you. Forgive oh, me. We're Thank right you. with you. We forgive you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. No, no, we're, we're yes. happy with you. It's like, yeah, you, you're suitable. You're sufficient. You, uh, you, you did good. You did good through your... I feel bad. Anyone who has to talk when they're coughing, like, like sore voice, sore throat situation mm-hmm. is, has my blessing because you did real good and you put up with me talking and all sorts of stuff and we're proud oh, of you. We never proud put up you. with you. We just listen to you. <laughs> not putting up. We're enjoying your speech. Uh, and awesome. if you enjoyed our speech, um, tune in next week where we talk about yeah. episode 21, Symbiosis. And... Oh Which yeah, this one. That one. That's one. the one. That's yeah. the one where they symbiotes. Uh, yeah. And please subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Uh, we do really appreciate you all, listeners. Uh, you can write to us as well. The Insta and t- uh, Insta and Twitter are at dnd and tvpod, and the pop and at gmail.com at the end of it to um, send an email. Have a chat. Yeah. To. Have a if chat you with would, us. if you would like to create Geordie as a as a character um, and send us like stats. That'd be cool. We'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone like Geordie. That'd be great. That'd be cool Any to see. Of them. I'd love Any to see that. If you've, got, Share. if you've got a monster stat block for the Dingle Dangle, go <laughs> for it. Go for the it. The Dingle Dangle Buzzy Boy. Yeah. Actually, Dingle Dangle Buzzy Boy. That should be, that should, I feel like that's a, a, a good name for him. Dingle Daggy. Dingle, Dingle Dangle, Dangle Buzzy, Buzzy, Boy. Buzzy Boys. Yeah. Because yeah. they buzz. Yeah. They buzz around. And yeah, they again, and probably they battery and operated. And they had float and they had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're proud of you. We love you. Thank you for listening. And Jeremy, do you want to take us out? Because I will. You know, the, you know what I to will. say. You know the words. I do. I know all the words. I know we got to Wesley crush it. And... We got to Wesley crush it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's the best one. I'm keeping that foot. But uh, everyone else, please be kind to yourselves. Uh, stay safe and may all your hits be crits. Bye.